notification. Welcome back, everybody. This is QC Fantasy. My name is Graham Rogers, joined by my two favorite co-hosts, as always, Taylor Story, Chris Hayes. How are we doing today, guys? Doing great. How's everybody doing? Oh, we're we're doing lovely today. Right, ready to go. Love Good. to hear that. Good. Got a got a fun show. There'll be some some banter, some back and forth. I, I can feel it already. Uh, but before we get into our dynasty rankings of our quarterbacks taken on by our dynasty expert Taylor, let's dive into some NFL news. So guys, Traylon Burks unavailable to the media. We know we've had some conditioning issues, some reports about asthma, things like that coming out of the Titans camp. You know, I I want to believe in the talent of Traylon Burks. I think he's got plenty of opportunity. There's volume there. And I also don't want to get caught up in, say, the stuff we heard last year about, you know, uh, Jamar Chase with drops in the preseason and camp, whatever the case may be. And then obviously look at that. Not saying Traylon Burks is Jamar Chase, but I think we've got to be careful to not overreact to some of this stuff. So what are you guys taking from the Traylon Burks news and everything we've kind of seen and heard over the summer so far? It certainly doesn't help. I mean, it fuels the fire for the uh, fantasy community always when stuff like this happens, especially when we heard about the asthma and him coming out early. And that video certainly didn't help him when he uh, just looked like he had ran 40 miles and then started to practice. But for me personally, I think this is a little of an overreaction. Like you said, honestly, the fact that he wasn't available to media is probably them just taking him in for extra conditioning or training or recovery or something like that i mean we, those things are typical in in training camps where they'll right after practice the training staff will pull them in somewhere i mean i don't think there's any reports of it but so i'm just kind of speculating that that's that's probably what the case is here and uh, i'm not i'm not worried about it until there's actual reports from the team about anything going on with his health yeah i i mean I just wasn't a fan of what the Titans did, trading A.J. Brown so they could just draft Traylon Burks. This, like, when the Vikings traded uh, Diggs to the Bills a few years ago and they drafted Justin Jefferson, like, I'm a big fan of Jefferson. Um, I didn't think Jefferson would be as good as, as he is now. Um, but something just feels off here um, with what the Titans are doing, not wanting to resign or not being able to get a deal done with Brown. Um, and drafting Burks, so I think there's a lot of pressure on this kid, um, and we'll see if he's if he's going to be ready for it. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting with the Titans team of like Derrick Henry's age, Tannehill's age, but then you know we go ahead and move on from Brown and bring in a rookie. We bring in Malik Willis, so it, it, it's interesting to watch. Like, is there going to be any sort of teardown? Are we going to hope Malik Willis is the guy to take over from here? So even looking past this year, especially now that we're kind of talking dynasty here in the next couple of shows, it's interesting to watch kind of how that how that's going to play out over the next couple of years. But moving on, looking at Washington, Ron Rivera says they aren't trading Terry McLaurin. You know, we, we get this stuff all the time. We've heard it in a couple of scenarios. Do we think Terry McLaurin's on the move? And if so, what what are realistic options here? Uh, man, I don't even know. Uh, Chris, what do you think? If McLaurin gets traded, like where are some landing spots, you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's not... The best spot, I feel like the first one that jumps out to me is probably the Colts, right? Yeah, like that's, yeah I agree. 
I think that's the only one that I'm like, that would be a good fit. It makes sense. Like all the pieces are there for if a deal goes down for me to be like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense for both sides. You know, I, I mean, the chiefs maybe they want to keep adding, but I don't know. Taylor, I'll jump in on your behalf here. I mean, I think the Packers make a ton of sense. I don't think it's necessarily the move that that's not necessarily the kind of move that the Packers Exactly. Ever, that's ever that's what's holding me. I'm not getting my hopes up. Um, they don't do that kind of thing. The Colts do make a lot of sense, but they also spent a lot of money this offseason. If that's what McCoy right. is looking for, that, that yeah, exactly. So you really need to look at the teams that need a receiver. I think I know the Jets have a ton of cast space because you know, they were in the running for Tyreek Hill, and there have been rumors mm-hmm. about Debo Samuel as well. So the the Jets could be a contend contender too. Um, so I think the Jets, Colts are the two teams with the cap space, and the wide receiver need to to make a move if if McLaurin is available. Maybe even Chicago. They're another team sitting on a bunch of cap space, and if they really want to get uh, field some youngish talent to help them try and actually yeah. make plays, then I could see that too. Uh, that would, that's it. another one that would kind of make sense. Maybe I not for that. the direction their team is going, but just in general, that that would that would make sense. I think it would me. make the most sense. Not that Washington does many things that that make sense, but it would make the most mm-hmm. sense if they wanted to trade McLaurin out of the NFC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's tough to trade within the. Uh, within the conference so a lot of times you see you do see guys move move conferences so that's probably the main thing to to keep in mind yeah it's definitely interesting to look at because then you look at you know the washington roster and it's just what do we have at wide receiver if you're not getting a wide receiver back in return right and we're already past Mm -hmm. the draft time so draft picks for 2023 as valuable as they are we're talking about projecting out where those teams are going to finish this year and all those types of things so there's there's a lot of risk in there if you're washington and and you're not planning to just completely blow this thing up and and start Mm -hmm. over again if you're going to trade terry mclaurin so uh guys not a lot of news there so let's dive into some quarterback dynasty rankings so these are brought to us courtesy of Taylor Story here, dynasty expert at QC Fantasy. Uh, Taylor, run us through kind of the QB ones you're looking at here in Dynasty um, and, and kind of break down why you have these guys in the positions they are um, and maybe some of the hotly debated spots that we can kind of talk about a little bit for QB ones. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go through this top 12, kind of throw a couple comments when I'm done on some guys and then kind of let you pick them apart. Um, Starting at the top, I mean, you got to start with Josh Allen. Um, I think where it gets controversial, at least for the consensus ranking, is the 2-3. I've got Justin Herbert ahead of Mahomes. Um, I feel like when you look at those two, they're both young. They're both great. I think the separator for me is it comes down to the outlook on this year. I feel like everything else is the same, right? Their, Their age, their future outlook down the road, all that. But if I'm drafting right now and everything else is the same, then Herbert is the pick for me because I, I do feel like he's going to finish. I mean, it could even be one spot higher, but it's still higher than Mahomes this year. Um, 
After the pretty chalk one, two, three, I go Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, another nice trio of young guys that I feel like are are pretty pretty consensus uh three, four, five, or uh, four, five, six as well. Uh, I know I know Kyler's your guy, Graham, and he sits at the bottom of those three for me personally, but we can get to that in a bit. Um then I go Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson going to a new team this year. Uh, and then a couple guys here at the tail end of, of QB1 that uh, tend to be shuffled around a little bit. Then I go Jalen Hurts, Matt Stafford at 10, Trevor Lawrence, and Aaron Rodgers to round out the QB1s. Um, even a guy we were talking about before, and even where we could probably start off, uh, Aaron Rodgers at the tail end of there. I mean, you guys heard me. I, I tried to move him out of my top 12 a little bit, and I just... It felt like I couldn't at the end of the day. I mean, does he play? If he plays two years, those are those are two years that I want to have, right? So if I'm getting him, you know, at the at the tail end of a second round, probably most likely maybe start of the third on a, in a super flex, um, where those the you know the ten to fifteen range quarterbacks typically tend to go, then I'm okay with that if he's my QB two. Um, if I, if I'm maybe drafting in the mid first and I get them mid second, then I'll be okay with that. Especially if I'm, if I'm really trying to win now as well, maybe I get a young quarterback first, like one of those guys at the top. And then I get Aaron Rodgers to give me that, you know, those almost guaranteed points I feel like. So, so maybe let's start it, start at Aaron Rodgers and, and you guys kind of, kind of let me know. I know Graham's definitely got some thoughts on him and where he should be with some guys that might be behind him. You guys are going to hear in a few minutes, but but let me have it. What what about the top twelve here? Go ahead, Graham. You want me to go? You want me to go ahead and start and dive right yeah. in? Yeah, I'll go have, after it, baby. I want to hear. Yeah, it. I'll I'll start at the I'll start at the back end with with Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, it's it's always the the hot debate in dynasty, right? With age, how many years are left there? Um, even with Matthew Stafford being there, I mean, I know he's quote unquote only thirty four, but when you talk about a guy that relies seems to rely a lot, especially over his career, on his arm strength. And, you know, luckily over the past few years, he's avoided the injuries that he had early in his career, right, just trying to be Superman in Detroit. Uh, So it's interesting with those two guys kind of on the back end of it. But you guys know where I am with Trey Lance. I mean, he's going to be the guy in San Francisco. It's going to be a good offense. And he just has the ability to run the ball that – is going to add up points when it comes to fantasy. So I think if, you, if you're if you in drafts and you're looking at a guy like Jalen Hurts and don't want to pay up with where he's being drafted and can wait for a guy like Trey Lance, I've got no issue with that. I mean, compare the situations with Debo and Ayuk, and you've got A.J. Brown and um, Devontae Smith. So I don't feel the need to pay up for a guy like Jalen Hurts, especially in Dynasty when I know Trey Lance is sitting there. So I'd probably have Lance uh, above Rodgers there as far as being a QB1. But other than that, like I've, I've got no issues with the list. You know, the one with Josh Allen, again, the rushing ability there probably puts him above Herbert and Mahomes when he can pass well. And right. My hope is that Herbert doesn't sign a contract like Mahomes because I think that's one of the issues right now until they're able to restructure that deal in the future is they they probably are going to have a revolving door of wide receivers until maybe Kelsey moves on and is off the books as far as contracts. So yeah. that's interesting. And, and I don't mind the Lamar and Joe above above Kyler. I'm, I'm higher on Kyler this year, but as far as long-term outlook, I'm probably a little bit a little bit lower maybe even um when i start looking like three four down years down the road and how his career pans out Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, real quick before Chris kind of jumps in, um, just touch back on Trey Lance, Aaron Rodgers. I feel like where where I've got Lance ranked, you you could most people could swap Aaron Rodgers and Trey Lance where they are in their positions, and and that's kind of what most people do, right? Like that that's typically where you see it. Just for me, I like the, I mean, almost guaranteed touchdowns that that Rodgers is going to throw. I mean, if they get down to the red zone, especially with their running game, odds are, I mean, Rodgers looks to throw first in the red zone. Like, as good as their rushing game has been and as good as Dylan and Jones are in the red zone running the ball, they're they're better for sure when, when he's throwing the ball in the red zone to whoever it may be, so... That that's kind of where it does it for me. The the touchdowns I, volume that I know is going to come with with Rogers, uh, especially in in those six point passing touchdown leagues where these rankings are are uh, are based off of and what most people typically play. I feel like. Yeah, I've got a few quarries here with with the dynasty dynasty rankings. I, I think you're like Allen Herbert and Mahomes. It's really. It's a t- it's tier one. I mean, you can pretty much interchange any of yeah. those guys. Uh, I like Lamar and jo- and and Burrow quite a bit. I- I'd rather have Burrow than than Lamar just just because of the really because of Jamar Chase. Like they're going to be dynamite for years, and T Higgins is going to be amazing for years. Mm-hmm. Um, not. I personally think Hertz should be higher. I'm I'm a big Hertz guy, and they're investing in him, and I do think he'll produce and prove that he will be a, a franchise quarterback this year. I do want to touch on Rodgers, though. Um, like we talk about how many years he's he has left. Like we're, I feel like we're dis, almost disrespecting him, though. Like with his ranking, like we're talking about a guy that's. It feels off, weird, doesn't it? Yeah, like we're talking about a guy that's come off back-to-back MVP seasons, and we're putting him behind, like, I get it. I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan, and we can put last season in the rearview mirror because it was such a disaster, but, like, it was, Trevor had historically one of the worst rookie seasons of any quarterback in NFL history. It many. Um, so, if I was ranking the dynasty, I would probably have Rodgers, uh, I mean, I would have Hurts higher, theoretically, but I would have Rodgers ahead of Lawrence and ahead of Stafford, um, and right behind Russell, right neck oh, yeah. neck with Russell Wilson. That's just my personal preference in terms of the QB ones. I, I just, I think Jacksonville is such a dumpster fire, and I really prefer like you're going to invest in dynasty quarterbacks. You want to invest in the ones that are on good teams that have an idea of what they're actually doing and. Jacksonville isn't really one of those teams. Right. And I do that's so, why I think Dak should probably be a little lower too. Like I would probably have Russell um I'd probably have Dak behind Russell and Rodgers. Just cuz I, I don't know the direction that Dallas is in. They got rid of Amari Cooper, Zeke is you know, he's on the decline. We don't know if CD Lamb's a true number 1. Um, their defense, like Dallas's defense, is very good, but I just, I'm not a huge fan of the direction that Dallas is currently in. Yeah, so I'll hit on the Aaron Rodgers thing since we just got done talking about that with Graham as well. For me, it it's a combination of the question, the true, you know, it truly question mark of how many years he has left, um, who they've got catching the ball. Um, and then you compare that to like Matt Stafford, who's 
one of the best offenses in the NFL. Plus, they didn't just lose. Like, imagine if Matt Stafford lost Cooper Cup. Yeah, he he'd probably be behind Rodgers, right? Simply based off of. Then you have to basically look at quarterback talent alone. Um, that, but yeah. you know, you, I, you add I in losing that. Adams, it's just there's a lot of question marks to where it's a lot more safer to lower him below those guys than it is the wanting to put him above those guys. Like, you know, where the like, and you mentioned Trevor Lawrence too. To me, I feel like that's a team that is on the up, you know, they're, st- they're starting from they the bottom. They cannot go lower. That right, exactly. Year, they can't go lower. Exactly. <laughs> it, things are, are honestly st- yeah. like, we love to joke. Like we've always loved to joke about Jacksonville. They're on the up. Like, let's be honest. They, they do look like they're moving in the right direction. So the age and the direction of the team is what is what kind of breaks that tie. I feel like for me and Lawrence, um, and then honestly, it's kind of, it's it's nice it's refreshing to hear somebody say they would put Jalen Hurts higher. Uh, I've honestly been on Hurts since last year. I, I drafted him in two leagues, and both of those leagues, uh, he that you know that team won the championship that year last year. So I, I've been on him for a while. I always felt like they weren't really going to move on from him. He he was going to kind of show that he had the ability to be an elite NFL quarterback. This year is certainly another one of those years that is in that sample size. I'm not saying last year was like, okay, yeah, he's locked and loaded. Let's go. Um, but that's for me why I have him behind Dak and Russell in that tier. Russell, of course, going to a different team where they're certainly going to be looking to compete. And and Russell just loves to throw the ball. Dak the same. Uh, I even mentioned before, Dak had just seven rushing touchdowns last year. Uh, that is, That is, I mean, almost certainly going to go up to at least 10, right? Like that's... It's got to get to ten at least, especially with Zeke getting older, uh, not maybe not as effective. Um, Dak is most likely going to look to run the ball himself in the red zone more than maybe hand it off to to Zeke, which we're going to see come to fruition here in a couple months. Um, and then, yeah, the first three are in their own tier. The next three, I feel like, are in their own tier, uh, and then that's when it gets hairy after that. But that's that's kind of where I'm at, Kyler. I, I feel like he's at the proper rank for Dynasty. Um, certainly, maybe higher in redraft. Um, but for me, I just couldn't. I couldn't move him further. You know, further. You know, Joe Burrow. You said he's he's linked to a great offense for years. Uh, Lamar Jackson's got the rushing upside, and that and that's kind of what broke the Burrow tie with me. Um, and we mentioned it a couple episodes ago when we were doing the the Ravens breakdown. Um, they're going to look to throw the ball more. Uh, does that mean he's going to be necessarily more effective? Maybe not, but he's still going to have that rushing factor. And, and if he's becomes a better pass for the ball, that's just icing on the cake. He was already, he's already pretty decent. So if he gets better then then I, then that's where I've got him right at, right at four. So that, that's kind of what I'm looking like for the, for the top 12. I think the tricky part with Lamar though, is like, he can become a better thrower, of course. If there isn't anyone to throw the ball to besides Mark Andrews, it's going to be tricky. Yeah, that's that'll have to be ironed out in the future, but um, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, in in all fairness, Joe Burrow is a year older than Lamar Jackson, believe it or not. Um, so I I, I, okay. I would I would okay. even almost 
factor. <laughs> I would even almost factor that in because it feels like Lamar's been in the league forever and Joe Burrow's yeah. kind of yeah. just getting started, especially coming off the injury, of course, that took away time, yeah. but they're pretty much the exact same age. Um, and then I, I definitely think you hit on the Rodgers point. Like, it's not – it's not that I want to disrespect him or anything, but you're talking about a guy that just lost one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, there's been a lot of uncertainty around him already. And again, I think with a guy that's 38, and I know we like to throw out the Brady and the Breeze making it to you know, 44, 42, but we're also talking about kind of the most extreme outliers at the position as well that I don't want to bank on. So, you know, maybe Rodgers does have two, three, four more good years in him, but I think if Trey Lance hits that ceiling that he has, which I totally believe he is capable of, I, I would just I'd have him a little bit higher because Trey Lance's ceiling is getting to what Jalen Hurts' ceiling is, and we're big on Jalen Hurts. So if Trey Lance can come in and do what Jalen Hurts has done the past couple of years, which is be a guy that can run, score touchdowns, he doesn't even have to be an unbelievable uh, passer, and he's on that kind of trajectory that Hurts is on. Um, so. Well, we broke that down a little bit. You guys heard where who we're high on, who we want dropped out of here. Taylor, let's break down kind of the next 12 guys, kind of the QB2s, and then after that we may look at, at some guys that are farther down the rankings, maybe some, some rookies we b- believe in uh, that we also want to talk about here. Yeah, so especially speaking of Trey Lance, let's, uh, let's finally get to him. Um, so starting off the uh, QB2 range, starting at QB13, I've got uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Could be a surprise name being first off the list there, but uh, uh, I like him. Um, I like what where they're going this year. Uh, followed him by your your guy Trey Lance. Um, after those two guys, I've got that's where Deshaun Watson sits for me. Um, I think the consensus ranks has him somewhere in the middle of the top ten. I believe is where he's at. I think he's QB eight. Uh, which is just too high for me. I mean, to go ahead and touch on Watson already, I mean, I, I don't even know how many games he's going to play. I don't know if he's going to play any more games. It's just such a bad look. I, I'm not, I don't want to take the risk on Watson as my QB1 and and really not even as my QB2. Like, And if you do, maybe you get away, you, you know, you get lucky. Like, I'm going to allow someone in my draft to take Deshaun Watson before me and get lucky than me taking him not being able to sleep at night to know if he's even going to play this year. And then my team is dead in the water. So that that's where I'm out on Watson. And, and the more the days go on and nothing looks better, he's just going to get lower and lower. But anyway, moving on uh, after that at 16 is Derek Carr. Um, then we've got Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, a couple of more young guys. Um, seemingly, you know, at this point, a little bit more unknowing where Justin Fields team is going than Zach Wilson's. But, pretty much in the same tier as me, especially with their respective offenses. Zach Wilson and the Jets certainly on a more sharper upward trajectory than the than the Bears are. But Justin Fields, still a good talent, still a young, good talent who I'd take over some of these older guys at the uh, back half of the QB2s. Um, speaking of which, I got Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill next. Kirk Cousins, certainly a guy who you can put higher if you're looking to draft more win now. I mean, he's going to probably backdoor a top 12 uh, finish, let's be honest, especially if we see some injuries, which we typically do. So that's certainly a possibility. Tannehill, definitely definitely moving down on the list after the offseason move, which we talked about uh, even in the news section, Traylon Burks coming in, A.J. Brown going out. Uh, we used to see him as a, I mean, a Kirk Cousins guy. 
backdoor at top 12. Uh, he's, he's a value in most years. This year, I, I don't see that happening. Um, so let, let's just be honest. But uh, after him, we've got another young guy, Mac Jones, followed by the rookie Kenny Pickett uh, at Pittsburgh. And then we move to Davis Mills, and we round off the top 24 with Carson Wentz in uh, Washington. So that's kind of where I'm at on those guys. I feel like there's not too much controversy going on, but uh, could definitely be some movement anywhere in the QB2 range. Guys can be shuffled one spot here, two spots there, up, down, what have you. So uh, what do you guys think on the QB2s? Hey, Chris, I went first and, and had my piece on the, the Trey Lancer and Rogers there for QB1s. Yeah, there there's definitely some interesting stuff here. Um, there are a number of this this like section is really made up of guys that are prove it or lose or lose it or or still young quarterbacks it's like guys like Tua um, Tua Zach Wilson Justin Fields Trey Lance are all in kind of like they all need to show improvement in order to justify where they were drafted. Um, not like two is in a different situation because he has a ton of weapons now so he needs like he needs not necessarily be elite but he needs to be very good um whereas like guys like lance wilson and fields need to need to show improvement um the only the only thing i really might have an an issue with i'm a big Jameis winston guy um, I, I think mm. he could be a little bit higher, just because. I mean, I really I trust the Saints. Like I feel he's a Saints, tough one. He's a tough yeah, one. I, I get it, but I real I trust the Saints organization, and they didn't really make any quarter like significant quarterback moves. They invested in Jameis because they believe that he's their guy, at least for the next. He's on a two-year contract, so he's also in that prove-it stage. But I think he's in a better situation than, say, Ryan Tannehill long term. Like Tannehill and Kirk Cousins and Davis Mills and Carson Wentz. These are all guys mm-hmm. that may never start again if they have four years. Well, Davis Mills, he could have a good year and he'll probably still be replaced. But if Jameis plays well, like I, I feel like Jameis is in a two up like situation like if he plays well the saints are going to hold on to him because he yeah. fits what they want to do so I, I feel like Jameis should be a little higher for me long term but yeah and i also really like Derek carr <laughs> I, like i like the teams that in, invested in their quarterbacks and yeah. put weapons yeah. around them guys like tua Derek carr and Jameis. So, but... yeah when i was even reading down that list and, and i've got Carson and Jameis back to back. Jameis being just out of QB two, I, I I'm going man. Do I make a last minute switch here to put Jameis and swap Carson Wentz? Um, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I think it's the fact that Carson, you know, they both. I feel like they both love to throw the ball. Um, Carson does. I think he's got a contract that lasts for a year longer. I believe with Washington. Um, not saying that that necessarily means anything, but um, I, I think his rushing is a little bit better. Uh, Jameis, of course, is coming off the injury. I think that is what is the split. Those two guys are, are really close. 
like I said, I almost switched them last second. So they're they're really close for me. Jameis, I could easily see being being in there. I mean, you can even you can even drop Davis Mills behind both of them, and mm-hmm. then they're both back end QB twos and Davis Mills in there. But uh, I think I'm. It was last episode of the episode before. I just I loved the spark that Davis Mills had for the Texans, yeah. and he could even be one of those guys that you see keeps a job just because of yeah um, the energy that he brings to a team. You know, it's it's not always a hundred percent talent, right? Like it could be, it could be something like I, that's why I love Taylor Heineke at Washington. That, I'm that like, okay, Martin I was like this, that, yeah, exactly. I was like, this guy's a hundred percent going to keep this job because it's what they bring to the team, and we obviously saw that it's not always how it works out. So. That's something you got to take into account. So I could see people dropping Mills out and those two guys in, um, but I, I I couldn't I couldn't move Jameis in front of Wentz. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting spot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump back up to the top with you know yep. I'd I'd throw Trey Lance ahead of two. You guys know I would have Trey Lance up above one more even to Aaron Rodgers, which would bump him back. Uh, yeah, the Deshaun Watson stuff is tough, right? I mean, it's a, it's a guy that's 26. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers' age is 12 years away from now. And it's a guy yeah. that I think if there were no questions, right? I mean, he's – what do you do? Put him right at 3B behind Patrick Mahomes and ahead of Jackson or Burrow? It, probably where I'd put him with what we've seen. Um, yeah. But it's just so hard to know. And if we're talking about losing – half a season, a full season, I don't know, maybe more, then right. this is kind of, if you're going to take that risk in a in a draft, in a startup, in Dynasty, this is probably where he needs to go. Uh, I'm a, I do like Derek Carr right now. I think they've committed to him right. They, they've gone down that path at this point. Um, and so I, I'd feel pretty comfortable with him. I do like Zach Wilson with where he is. Justin feels a little bit lower, and I think, like you said, that's all about situation because New right. York brought – weapons in around him and the bears just sat and did absolutely nothing for justin fields sad yeah kirk cousins i i agree i mean it him and Carr are going to be really interesting to watch like you could flip a coin and guess which one of them is going to finish higher this year i think uh (laughs) i think it's it's two offenses that are going to be really good they've got unbelievable number ones they've got good number two options and obviously waller there at, at tight end so that's going to be fun to watch and then you do get into this just Young guys that are maybe question marks, and then you know, like Ryan Tannehill, Carson Wentz, Jameis. You know, what do you do with those guys compared to the Mac Jones, the Kenny Pickett, the Davis Mills? It, it gets really interesting. I will say, Jameis again with the age stuff. Jameis is a year younger than Carson Wentz. That's another one that kind of surprised me a little bit. And yep. Wentz being on his third team at this point does kind of worry me. Where uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have an issue if Jameis was was bumped up above him, and then. You know, I'm, I'm still not a huge believer in Kenny Pickett. I think the thing that's maybe helping him and elevating him a little bit is, A, he was the first QB taken, right? So QB, the NFL scouting. Yeah, draft capital's king. Right. And then he also went to Pittsburgh. Like, that's a that's a, a franchise that we trust that has shown itself to make pretty good decisions. Uh, I mean, even if you just talk about yep. getting rid of Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell at the time, right? Like, everybody thought that was crazy. They were peaking, and uh, the team was playing so well, but it was just – we saw everything that ensued afterwards. So mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't have an issue where some of these guys are. I might drop Pickett down a little bit and I might move Winston ahead of Wentz, but it would mostly be because of that age factor. And just saying Winston's been on his second team and Wentz is on his third, right? Like that's that that's what it comes down to for me. So uh but looking beyond that, I guess Taylor, we've got 
Tom Brady right outside this. And then we've got some rookies with Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter. We know Baker's down there. You know, I do think it's really interesting. We're talking about Wentz, Jameis, Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota. We're talking about guys that were drafted one and two in the draft that now we're looking at as low-end QB2s, if not a QB3. Who else down there is is interesting to you or intriguing? Maybe a young guy, or if you've got a win now team that needs another quarterback, maybe somebody filling for bye weeks. Is there somebody down there that you wouldn't mind taking a shot on or trying to acquire right now going into the season? Yeah, so I was going to say um, I've got Baker Mayfield currently at at thirty two, and that's just factoring in the fact that he doesn't have a job, right? Um, I'd say if he goes anywhere and gets the starting job. I move him to 23 ahead of Davis Mills, and that kind of bumps Carson Wentz out of the top 24. Um, Baker Mayfield's, I mean, he's better than Carson Wentz at Jameis Winston, let's be honest. Like, if he was on those teams, I would rather have Baker Mayfield start a football game for me. Um, he's proven to be a pretty decent fantasy asset in the past. Um, so that's kind of where, and he's young. And he's young. He's about the same age as those guys. I would have I would have him right in front of there. Um, as far as a couple other guys down there, I mean, this is where we get into those old quarterbacks that you can't draft high, right? It's their age. You cannot take them high because they'll be gone in, in two years. But like you start at Kirk Cousins, you hit Ryan Tannehill, uh, and then you get down to Tom Brady, who's at 25 for me. Right behind him is Matt Ryan. And then even you can rope Jared Goff into there, who people view him as one of those guys that's I mean, he's almost like he's an old guy. You know, people see him as, okay, he's got two years and he's probably done with the Lions, which I don't necessarily see him as, but I'm also not going to rank him higher because of that. Um, So all of those guys that I mentioned, if you're looking to win, sure, take them one, two, three QB spots ahead of maybe where they're going or where I have them ranked. And I'm fine with that if you're looking to win because even go up to Derek Carr. Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins... Tom Brady, they're going to finish well above where most dynasty rankings have them just because of age. And you're going to be happy for, uh, you know, lesser seasons with Brady, but two, three seasons with those guys. But you just don't have that down the road dynasty uh, outlook that some of these other guys offer you. So it's that trade off. Do you want to win now and then rebuild or do you want to do you want to build for the future now? So that that's that's what's going to split people's decisions. and then hitting back on Jared Goff, I I'd like Jared Goff. If I can get him as my QB three, and he can fill in those bye weeks for my two starters, I love it. Give me all of it, um, especially when we get to those bye weeks six, week seven, week eight, week nine, week ten. Jamison Williams is probably going to be back, and maybe he electrifies that offense. You've got Jamison Williams, you've got DJ Chark, who they added, and you've got. St. Brown, and you've got DeAndre Swift coming out of the backfield. Hawkinson. Um, and Hawkinson. So that, I mean, dare I say sneaky, productive offense for Jared Goff. I mean, I mean, let's say right now, do we think the Lions end up being in the top 20 of NFL offenses? I feel like that's a good mark to set. What do you guys think? Top 20 or bottom, bottom uh, below that for, uh, for Lions offense at the end of the season this year? Probably right in that range, honestly. Uh, you got to pick one. You got to yeah, pick so one. I'm looking at the offenses above Jared Goff, right? Like the quarterbacks. Like I'd 
I think they're going to have a better offense than the Falcons, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah definitely sure. better than Washington, better than Houston, better than Pittsburgh, probably better than New England. I think they're going to have a better offense than Tennessee just because of pace of play. I'm not going to put Chicago, them above. For sure. Ab- above Chicago. So, yeah, then you're sitting right there at that 20 mark. And, the Jets this year. Yep, the Jets. Deshaun Watson is up there taking another spot for Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say inside the top 20 this year for Detroit's mm-hmm. offense. And you guys know right. a believer in how they're building. Yeah, me too. I, I am for sure. So, I mean, and then and we can even hit on some more of the rookies. I know Kenny Pickett was mentioned. Um, I've got Malik Willis at 28. Desmond Ritter sits there at 30. Uh, Matt Corral goes to 35. Sam Howell just behind him at 37. Uh, we've had the talks of Baker Mayfield going to Carolina. If that happens, Matt Corral just falls off the face of the planet for me. Sorry, uh, sorry, Graham. And there, I know he's the guy that you think is going to start some games this year. But obviously, if Baker moves there, he's he's well. I mean, he could turn into a Jordan Love situation real fast. Um, I mean, wh- when when is he going to see the field if Baker goes to to Carolina? Right? Never. I mean, he's he's Baker light, right? I mean, exactly. he's, he's Baker yeah. Mayfield, just a little bit less. Um, so, I, and I've got no issue with that. I think if it was Sam Darnold there, I'd feel pretty good about Matt Corral being the guy by the end of the year. But yeah, if Baker goes there, I've got no issue. Obviously, Baker would jump up this ranking because he's going to have Christian McCaffrey. He's going to have DJ Moore. Like that's that's not a terrible spot for a quarterback to be in. Uh, even though the team really isn't all that good, it's because they've had you know what's what was left of Cam Newton and Sam Darnold. Just it, it was a disaster. So, you know, I I do want to touch on. We talked about it a little bit pre-show talking about you know Daniel Jones down there. I I, I know. Mm-hmm. The deal, I know everybody says he's not good, but we know about Ooh. all the injuries in New York. Uh, we, I personally wouldn't have him quite that low, um, just because I think there is some upside there. He's He's been somewhat athletic and has added points on the ground as far as running, and my hope is, again, a new system. Having you know guys above him that I think are going to get replaced, like Mariota, um, I don't know, and you know, at the same time, we hit on Jared Goff. I did want to talk about him because would we at all be surprised if even if Detroit takes a quarterback first round next year, would we at all be surprised with Jared Goff being 27 years old, him ending up as a starter in the next two or three years in, I don't know, Houston, if they move on from Davis Mills as another stopgap or Not Washington or, no. you know, like he's probably going to get Not another shot just yep. like Carson Wentz, just like Jameis Winston. So yep. I, don't, I don't know if his dynasty value is – he could be a decent dynasty quarterback to be acquiring right now because you can probably get him for cheap or wait until Detroit drafts a quarterback and then you can get him super cheap and he's probably going to end up starting somewhere else. This time next year, and I've got Mac Jones at 21, I could see Jared Goff in that 20 to 24 range next this time next year. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, if their offense is top 20, I, I exactly. wouldn't surprise me at all. Yep. I mean, what, like between... Honestly, I could see Goff starting at any of those other, where, where any of those other other rookie quarterbacks are, like Willis, Ritter, Corral, Corral, right. and, and how like Goff could theoretically like he could move to any of those teams because I'm not really a believer in any of those quarterbacks, mostly because of their landing spots. So yep. Goff could could land almost anywhere. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll touch on Daniel Jones as the last guy I'll talk about since you brought him up. Um, I mean, 
is this not his last year as a starter? Come on. Like, how much leash are we going to give him at this point? We we have seen him been just so bad. So bad. And, and you never want to wish a guy to have a bad year or or honestly even say he's going to have a bad year or even say his career is ending. But you've got to follow how they're playing and, and the vibe of the team. And that's just... I mean, if Daniel Jones leave, leaves the Giants, is he going to get a starting job anywhere? Absolutely not. I yes. don't think he does. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I mean, who's, who's a better quarterback, Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones? And we saw what Sam Darnold went for, and we saw Sam Darnold not only start games, but lead the league in rushing touchdowns at one point in time. And I think Daniel Jones is okay, through about. I is, mean, but you're just talking about getting a starting job. Can I pick neither? Can He's, I pick neither? But he got a starting job, I think. Again, just like we could see with golf, like we've seen with Wentz or Winston, you've got a guy that went 106 in the draft. Like GMs and coaches value that for some reason, even if it's wrong and the talent really isn't there, it he's going to get a job somewhere else, even if he's out of New York. That That's my thoughts on it, because we've seen it just happen time and time again. We've got Mariota and Trubisky back as starting quarterbacks right now, right? And they were they were tossed aside as backups. And here I, they I'd are. I'd rather that's have Trubisky like, That's the Daniel trend Jones. now. With like Correct. guys like Mar- Mariota and Trubisky, like Winston yep. started that trend, like going somewhere to where you're the Correct. backup, and then like, like a good backup, like the Saints yeah. and, and the Bills and the Raiders, like all solid organizations where you can learn how to be a better quarterback. That's like that's yep. going to yep. be the trend. That's probably what Daniel Jones is going to do. That's what Sam Darnold could do because they're terrible yep. now. Their value, but if they, if Daniel Jones like goes to, like let's say Brady plays two more years and Jones becomes the backup in Tampa Bay, and then a year later he goes to, yep. who knows which team, people will be back on him. That's that's the smartest way to go about it if you want to get, you know, your your reputation salvaged. Yeah, Correct. I I think I can confidently say though it is a hundred percent not going to be in the New York Giants. Well, Tyrod Taylor is probably no going to start games this year. That's a very big possibility. I mean, there's no way the Giants don't have a quarterback next year, right? Like, can we agree on that? They have uh, to. May- maybe. I don't know. I, maybe Daniel Jones does something this year and they hold off another year. I, we've seen it time and time again, right? Like the Panthers should have drafted quarterback last year instead of trading for Sam Darnold. But here we are with NFL GMs just making mistakes. So, um Guys, before we jump off, give me one of those rookie QBs that you could see moving up. Um, is there is there one? I mean, I know everybody was low on this class, but is there a guy that potentially in the next 12 months could be considered a QB2 when it comes to Dynasty? I don't see a QB1, but QB2. Besides, I think it's Desmond Ritter. I think it's Desmond Ritter easily. Over Pickett for me. Ritter over. Um... He's got better. He's yeah, got better options. Only be, yeah, because London and Pitts are there. Like, there's there's something to work with. There. He's got a be- He's got a better tight end, and then a worse wide receiver right now. But could very easily be. Uh, I probably I mean, prefer. I, I I take Drake London over Chase Claypool. So it's you're looking at Deontay Johnson versus Drake London right now, and I, I who's probably, who's below Johnson by probably a decent margin. But um, I can see it. I can see it. I would I'd rather I think Ritter could shoot up. I'd take Pickett over Ritter because of Mike Tomlin. I'm going to stick with my hot takes, which were uh, Trubisky is going to be the starter in Pittsburgh all year. Ritter's going to take the job there. Um, I, th- I think Corral's probably dead in the water once Baker moves. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably jump on Desmond Ritter. Um, I, think I wouldn't he's, be surprised if any of these 
rookie quarterbacks didn't start this year. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, I think Willis doesn't start unless something really bad happens. Yeah, Corral and, won't. And yeah. Corral and Howell. But yeah, if Baker moves. Pickett and, Pickett and Ritter probably going to start games. Howell's, Howell's going to get some games. You guys remember my a- NFC East? No, they've got, they've got Heineke. It's happening. Heineke will play. Howell. Something's bad. It's got to happen to both of them. <laughs> to uh, Wentz has got to get injured. I actually just saw an interview with Taylor Heineke today. He said he said himself in the media today, uh, playing it out. They're paying a guy $3 million, He's being paid $2 million. Who are they going to start? Unless something, he said, I think he said, God forbid, if he gets injured. Like, he knows that Wentz will be the starter. Like, it's, it's a Zeke situation. We're all wondering why Tony Pollard's not getting started. It's because they're paying Zeke a boatload of money. Money. Like you don't want you don't want to watch that. That is that money sitting on a cold metal bench on the sideline. You don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'd say Ritter. I'm I'm with you there. Uh, yeah, guys. Anything else we want to leave the people with on quarterback dynasty rankings before we sign off? Oh, that's it. I can say running backs are probably going to be the hottest next time we're on the air. That is going to be a hot one. That will be, for sure. All right. Don't draft Deshaun Watson. Yeah, just don't draft him. Just don't draft Deshaun Watson. Take, Trade him. Yeah, just take, take a second round pick for him. Mentally. Okay, don't, don't take a second. But Just take Trey Lance instead. He is the Jalen Hurts-Deshaun Watson hybrid. So just, just let me just check my rankings. Yes, Good. I agree with that. Good. All right, guys, uh, we will probably be on a hiatus next week. A couple people traveling, but we will uh, we will keep you posted and we will be back in your ears as soon as we possibly can. So, fellas, it was a good one. Take care. Yep. See ya. A lot of movement. A lot of movement next week, everybody, but we'll see you. Best ball draft coming. We got to go live. I got to go. All right. Oh, see, see, you see you Later. All right, let me get this button.